Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks podcast here on the Lazy Geeks Network, only available at thelazygeeks.com. <laughs> I don't know why I had to. I don't know why I had to say everything in Lazy Geeks. Super exclusive. I feel fucking important now. Right? You should. You should. You're right. only available at the Lazy Geeks. That's true because I don't really go out much. That's true. <laughs> I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Yes, this is episode one. 99 somebody said my name wrong today my last name and it was pissing me off what, what really <laughs> yeah they call me really it's like oh um or, it was some it was internal mail in my uh my my building that i work in has a post office <laughs> <laughs> and um so the tower it's so funny because the bigger building, which they call the tower, is downtown, and I can see it from my building, like off in the distance. And I always <laughs> like, say it's it's like it's like fucking um, Mordor or something. Yeah, like I was gonna the, say it's the like the eye is looking at me. It's like you're looking sour buns in the one of the windows. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so it was it was just internal bullshit about um, my health insurance or whatever. But um, he comes in. I'm looking for an Adam really, and I'm like. <laughs> Are really? you fucking serious? Like, <laughs> who doesn't know? Really? <laughs> really? Who doesn't know how to say Riley? Like, it's literally the Irish equivalent of Smith. Right. Like, come on, dude. Well, like, the Irish equivalent, it would be like O'Reilly. <laughs> then that would have been funny. Oh, really here? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> Stupid. And that's only one other time that's happened, and it was it was someone from India, so I gave him a break. You know what I mean? Right. But this person was American as apple pie. <laughs> really? I almost I just looked at him. I looked up from my computer like, bruh, <laughs> bruh, <laughs> bruh. I was like, give me my fucking letter, you moron. <laughs> oh, God. Oh yeah. So you must be moron. 
if his name was Mike Smith, I would have called him. I would have called him Mickey Smythe, <laughs> just to be a dick. What was it? What is it from The Departed? It's like I'm the guy who does this job. Oh, you must be the other guy. Right. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Right. Really? <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> oh, I'm the guy that gets the work done. You must be the other fucking guy that everybody hates. <laughs> God. I mean, come on, really? Jesus. Uh, uh I, I can't even. You know, it's just... yeah. Uh, so, um, okay, so big announcement to make for the show. It's something we, something I had been thinking about, and so discussed it with Adam. So, we, if, if you've been listening to the show for the last almost five years, you know that a lot of times we don't really take many breaks. <laughs> so we'll skip a week here and there personal or you know how... and usually we're skipping a week because we have to right like it, it's something happening yeah somebody's not feel somebody's feeling sick or somebody has shit that they have to do and you know uh like today's today's show is coming out on a tuesday because adam had shit he had to get done and on a tuesday <laughs> so uh yeah, i was busy on sunday night yeah, I get that text at twelve thirty at night. I just finished. Yeah, I and was she sent uh, the pictures, and that's where it kind of made things a little weird. But oh, you know, <laughs> picture it didn't happen. Um, that's true. I was at I was at church. <laughs> right. uh, I was at late night Bible study. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but uh, so we very seldom ever really take breaks here, and one of the one of the things that for for both of us and, and our, our lives are a little bit kind of hectic and so starting this september we will go into a basically like a month hiatus a little break uh in september we'll take the month off but we will have content for you i have enough old shows that either one are on the libsyn uh, tr- <laughs> uh feed as well as shows that probably don't even appear anymore when you scroll down far enough because we have so much on there um if you go to itunes it doesn't i I think it just it stops like middle of 2013 like you can't get any go past that itunes Uh, can't handle it yeah they can't and and so we will have content for you guys old stuff coming out there you know and uh, you guys can check out that stuff but we will have stuff coming out there a little rerun shows for you but uh we're going to start taking a month off every september and and i i personally it it was hard too cuz i was thinking like cuz i i've been listening to other podcasts and a lot of other podcasts do the same thing they take like a month off or something like that but for me i was like well when can we take a break because I was started to think about like, well, what about January? Oh, wait, there's CES. And then there was like, oh, well, then there's Comic-Con. Oh, then there's E3. Oh, I was actually – it was funny too because the reason why we're taking it September this year makes sense. But then I was thinking there are there is a better month to take off, and that's December. <laughs> December is the better month. Nothing fucking happens in December. True, but at the same time, you know, we have stuff that we like to do. In, in yeah, you know what I like to do? Relax. That's what I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, just you know, holiday releases and all that stuff come out around that. But I, I, when I was going around, like thinking, like if you look at like everything, movies they die out around September. There's no cons or 
not even any games come out during that time. Yeah. You know, September is probably the really kind of slow month. People go back to school or whatever. And I just thought like, you know, that will probably be a good time to just be able to take a full month off and just kind of go with it. So everyone to go fuck themselves. (laughs) And and plus it's, I think it's, it's good for us. We'll still update the website during that time. But the thing is, is that I think for us, it's, it will give us a good little respite. So then we come back in October, which is our anniversary month. And so that it's kind of like, okay, we're back. We'll start a new season and then kind of have a little time to rejuvenate. It's so funny. Cause I, I could tell when Steve asked me today, from a text message. Um, I could tell that he'd been dwelling on it. Cause you know, Steve's a bit of a workaholic when it comes to the site and stuff like that. And, um, he asked me and I just quickly said, yeah, sure. <laughs> And he's like, "Well, I want your opinion." <laughs> yeah, like I was like, and like I wasn't, to, I wasn't saying that this was a mandate. Like, you know, I'm like, um, no, I, I wanted your opinion. Like, and like you- I was like, look, the way I see it is, I'm super busy. If you want to give me time off, I'm not gonna fucking argue. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, all right, cool. And I mean, it's whatever. I mean, one month's not a big deal. Right. You know, it's what is that? A total of four to eight episodes. Eight episodes. I know. Eight episodes. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, I hear two, four, six is like eight episodes. I've been looking. I've been looking at numbers all fucking day. Um. So yeah. I mean, whatever. We'll get so, some rerun shows. One of those shows better be the first episode. Oh, it is. It'll. It will be. Yes. Um. Just so, you can see how shitty it is. Oh, I know. He said they go. Oh my god, what the hell were they doing? Uh, yeah. So we'll have the first episode, um, probably for that first month, at least for the Monday episodes. I'll probably have the first four shows, um, probably drop in there, and then for the second shows during the week, I'll pull from like, uh, from shows that we actually discontinued, like you know the uh, comic book podcast or my uh, crash test movie dummies or. Some of those other shows, you know, maybe bring some of those out. And who knows, if you guys listen to me, you're like, hey, you know what? That wasn't a bad, bad show. May have just been a bad time that we launched it or whatever. And you think that might be cool. You know, let us know and we'll dwell upon it. For about let us know and we'll ignore you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We make the decisions around here, yeah, we'll, right? We'll think about it the entire time that we drag it into our trash can. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, so... So we hit 200 at the beginning of August, and at the end of August will uh, will be our last of the Lazy Geeks show for, I guess we'll call it the season. Um, I got the calendar right here. So yeah, so the August 31st show on Monday will be our last of the new Lazy Geeks show starting that 1st of September. Will that uh, The 4th of September, that first Friday, will start the reruns and... Uh, We'll have new show coming back on October 2nd, and we'll begin our anniversary, our five-year anniversary month. Yes. So. It's going to be a big party. (laughs) We'll have cake and everything, and we'll have some cosplayer jump out of it. Oh, there's a few cosplayers. (laughs) (laughs) They want to donate their time. Yeah, Adam just jumped on Snapchat last week, and Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's like, oh. You know what? I don't like Snapchat. You don't like Snapchat? You know why? Because it's the, di- it's the digital equivalent of a cock tease. Yeah. Because you see, you see a picture and you're like, damn, that's fucking hot. And then it disappears. And you're like, but did it happen though? 
Yeah, it's like a dream. Yeah, like, like Instagram, it stays there. <laughs> so, you know, you can maybe view it again, you know, <laughs> for uh, some private time. You understand? <laughs> but um, when the kids are like, Mom, Dad liked the bathroom again. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> no, Jesus, can I get to private time? It's just fucking. Um, it's. I mean, it's cool. I like the little story things and stuff, but I don't know. Instagram is more it's my more... speed because <laughs> it never goes away, right? Because <laughs> I'll forget what I saw. I know I saw something cool earlier, and I can't. Well, I'll just look again. Yeah, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah. So that's the big news for for this uh, for this show. Um, and yeah, so also means that, and when we start August, I'll also let you guys know that we'll be ending two shows in uh, in August. Yep. So we'll have the final episode of those. The so- main and the Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> those are the two that are going. <laughs> Our two most popular podcasts. Get rid of them. Because uh, we, we run it like NBC runs television. <laughs> That's right. Oh, it's popular now. Time to cancel it. I'll kill it. Uh um, also, one other thing I wanted to say was I know last week uh, we had a good sh- we had uh, two good shows last week, but during the week we kind of were well I was a little weak on stories. Also, uh, was I too? Yeah, but you probably total put up more than I did. Um, really? Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, slacker! Get your shit together. <laughs> and uh, I just I had a really shit week last week, and uh, you know, eight. And here here was the thing, so. If there was ever a time to not buy anything online, that was last week for me. So, first of all, I want to say this now. If you look at Barnes & Noble online, do not buy anything from them unless you have a Nook or something. So, if you're not on Amazon, you're doing it wrong, <laughs> dude. So, I well, I got lured in because it, most of you know I'm a cinephile. I love uh, movies. But they had they have this collection called the Criterion Collection. And the Criterion is basically a DVD uh, set of a movie that has like every all kinds of extras and all this like in-depth shit into it. Plus, uh, these particular movies had 4K restoration done to them, so these are like movies of the 30s, 50s um, that I got, and they were having a 50% off sale. So I went and picked up three of them. I'm like, oh, this is cool. These three movies that I really like. So I got these three movies. It cost me 40 bucks for these movies. Normally, it would have cost me about mm, probably about close to 90 bucks. Mm. Um, so I'm like, sweet. So I order them up. Um, you know, you get, you know, immediately they charge your account, what, what have you. Monday, I got the email. Hey, we're shipping them out Monday. I got them on Tuesday. And on Tuesday, I got the charge on my on my uh, card for those and yet i had a pending charge still for the same amount from barnes and noble hmm. and i was like the fuck is this why am i you know having a pending charge so i call customer service and their customer service people they told you to go fuck yourself <laughs> basically uh, i was like why do i have another pending charge for the same amount for these movies and they're like, well, it's not actually a charge. It's just a pre-authorization. I go, I understand what a pre-authorization does. A pre-authorization is to ensure that I have the money, and then you send it out to me, and then that becomes a final charge. I already have a final charge against me. 
I got the movies at home. They're unwrapped. They're in my DVD collection. Why do I still have this pending charge? Right. And, oh, well, this isn't a charge. It's a pre-authorization. I go, I understand that. And she kept saying the same line over and over again. And finally, Can you put your fucking script down, you whore? I, 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 I stopped and I go, do you understand that saying the same line over and over again does not mean that it's exp- that you're explaining it well? You know, you're just saying the same thing. You're repeating yourself. You're not understanding me. And then I find, and then she's like, well, this is, and I was like, ugh. And I was on break too, so I didn't have that much time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With it, I was like, ugh. And then uh, after a bit, she's like, is there anything else I can help you with? And I go, considering you never even helped me to begin with, I really hope they pull this call for QA and find out how much of a complete fucking moron you are. And then hung up. I was like, and then I was like, oh, that pissed me off. And on the Amazon side, I ordered something from Amazon. Now I take these things called stress tabs, which is a multivitamin, but they give you more of like, you know, vitamin C and shit like that to, uh, which usually gets depleted when you're stressed because like right now at work, it's kind of a stressful time, busy. So I do that just to kind of keep myself from, you know, getting sick and too tired. So I ordered them from them before because I used to get them in the local at the local pharmacy down here and I haven't been able to get them anymore. Had them online, got them last like six months ago. So I ordered them, got them. Then I go, oh, OK. And you know how Amazon, especially if you use the app, it always shows you, hey, this is what you got before. Order it again. Right. So I saw that, went right to the one that I had. I go, okay, order it again, and it said there's there the the there was a disclaimer on there saying that the the label had changed a little bit, but this is still the same one. And I was like, whatever, I don't care. They've changed the label a couple of times. I get the fucking pack. I get the package. On the front of it, it's not even close to what it was all it says is uh preferred plus pharmacy stress formula on the side little letters up at the top says compared to stress tabs and i'm like um compared to is not (laughs) they sent you the generics they sent the generic i went immediately online contact them and they said um i took a picture of it i had the old bottle and i i i because then I even took a picture of the compared to bit. And they're like, well, the UPC is actually correct. I go, yeah, but you said that it was that the label had changed. No, the brand changed. It's not even in a box like the original one was. It's wow. like, this is a completely different product. I don't want this. I go, this is a bait and switch. I go, you even show on the site the original pa- the packaging. You don't even modify that. And I go, this is ridiculous. I go, I, 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 I want to return them and get my money back. Then they're like, okay, you know, we apologize for the, you know, blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll send you a shipping label and you'll be able to use it. I was like, okay, cool. Um, this was on Friday. Then on Monday of last week, I go and I get the, I was like, I get another email from the company saying that the shipping label had been canceled due to a technical error. In 24 hours, we'll send you another one. I'm like, um okay so wait 24 hours nothing i go and send them an email the email to the same email address that we were conferring to before after like a day or so Mm -hmm. and i was like hey you guys canceled this i got the email back saying it encountered a fatal error and then i tried again and again what's happening right i know and then i went ahead and went to the website heard nothing from these people Finally, by Friday, I was so fed up, I, I went through Amazon and filed a claim 
And they're like, you know, please explain the thing. So I go, this is the, I did this, they canceled it. I go, I haven't been able to get in touch with them again. I go, this is ridiculous. They're, you know, I just want to hear it. And Amazon's like, okay, we'll look into it and, you know, we'll let you know. And then all of a sudden, like two hours later, they're like, um, if you would like, if you want a refund, we can either set the process to give you a refund or um, we can give, refund your um, Amazon account this amount. And it'll be, you'll get it within three hours. And I was like, well, I buy shit from Amazon all the time, to be honest. So I was like, yeah, I'll take it on there. I'll use it on something else. And then like within an hour, they're like, great, it's credit to your account. It's yours. They didn't even tell me anything about like sending the shit back or anything like that. Right. And then, then after like the next day on a Saturday, I get an email from them going, we never canceled your label. Please send it back to us. We'll, t- we'll refund you the money. And I was like, you know what? My Amazon took care of it because you guys didn't. I go, it's funny how I get a refund from Amazon and now you guys contact me after I've been trying to contact you for like a week now. And they're like, and they didn't even acknowledge that part. They're just, no, just the label's good. Just send us back to us and we'll, we'll issue you the refund. And I sent the email back going, go fuck yourself. I was like, <laughs> wow. And then it took a week for that. Uh, and then then this whole thing with Barnes and Noble, I went on Twitter because people do that when you're pissed off at a company. Fuck so I go, to, yeah. I go to fucking Twitter and start blasting Barnes and Noble about you know their customer service and that shit. You've done that with Time Warner. I remember oh. Time Warner answered you back. Yeah, Time Warner's answered me back. Hey, they will too on Twitter. A lot of the companies Best, are like, hey, let me help you out. Best Buy has answered me back. At one time, I went to Del Taco and this manager just this the the cashier young girl she was cute, you know go. Um, the customer asked for something. Then she turned to the manager and go, um, how do I re-? And then the manager goes, you should know how to do this. She goes, it's, um, she goes, you should stop asking questions. Just do it. And I looked in front of customers, like a line of customers. And everybody yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, so I tweeted saying, hey, the manager. And I had my receipt, so I typed in the store number. Mm. And said, like, you know, your manager should have a lot more respect for employees and not do that in front of customers. It's very unprofessional. And I most likely won't patron a store that has a manager like that. Then, like, within an hour, they're like, we're going to contact the store immediately. Don't, you know, we apologize for, for that, blah, blah, blah. They will. They will. CVS has done it, too. I kind of like that, though. Like, it makes Twitter so fucking powerful. Like, you forget how powerful Twitter is. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't care about the Facebook. They, they, they don't give a fuck what you put on Facebook. But Twitter, they take seriously. Yeah, because people, like, on my thing with Barnes & Noble, I had so many people favoriting that. Yeah. You know, so it's like that shows that other people have had the same issue. And then they're like, well, have you tried? And then they finally got back to me. They're like, well, have you tried calling your bank? And then I go, idiot, you obviously don't understand how a bank works. The banks cannot cannot remove a charge unless it's actually posted. You guys keep this thing pending. There's no way that they – So it's stuck in limbo. It's like stuck nobody in limbo. can do anything. I go, either charge me or, or, do, or don't. Just make something happen. Then they go ahead and they're like, can you send us – uh, can you DM me and give us your order number, the card that you use, your bank's phone number, all of this information? I'm like, bitch. And I, 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 then I go, bitch. I, I was like, I, I'm like, hey, all you need is my order number. You don't. Hey, when when you said up. when you said bitch, did you grab your junk right at the same time? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I grabbed somebody else's junk and said bitch. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, because that's how pissed off I was. Jesus. Then finally, Saturday morning, it was gone. I was like, oh, it was just one of those things. And it wasn't like, you know, with Barnes & Noble, I was like, what? So I do I have to have twice the amount 
to buy yeah. something from you guys. It's ridiculous. That's silly. I was like, I Ed, what I told the person on the phone, I was like, you know, I've dealt with bigger companies than you. You know, like Amazon, the one that's putting you guys out of business. I go, I even have a comic company that pre-charges me and then charges me once. I go, there's mom and pop stores that run a better business than you guys. I was like, ugh, people fucking annoy me. Fucking bitches, dude. I know. I was, oh, last week was such an irritating week. I've never had a problem with Amazon, though. I've heard shit about Barnes & Noble online. Yeah, I've, I've, I've only had – the only time I've, I've never had a problem with Amazon, but this was through, you know, the company that sold through Amazon. Amazon yeah. rectified it like that that day. Amazon's usually pretty good. Yeah, they're like – On top of their shit. Yeah. So I know they're going to take it out of this company's ass at some point. But I was like – so I got to go on their website and leave a comment <laughs> about this company. Right but, out of the ass. Yeah, so – but yeah, so it was a shitty week last week. So don't buy out of Barnes and Noble online. And uh, if you go, if you have a problem with uh, somebody selling on Amazon, just go through Amazon. Amazon will take care of it. Um, I wonder what Amazon does. Like, do they crack down on the person selling it? Like, I don't know because you know, like I said, I didn't hear from them all week. I've done all this stuff, but the day after Amazon took care of it, I get a message from them. So I'm assuming something went from Amazon to them saying, "Hey." You know, get your shit together. Yeah, we had to issue a refund because of this. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you don't want to get that phone call as a third party. <laughs> Amazon calls you. Um, we had to pay your bill for you. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna need you to uh, fix this fucking problem. Right. <laughs> so you're gonna need to not just pay us that, but the time it took the rep to to handle that on the site. Uh, the time it took to actually issue the refund. They'll charge for uh, everything. <laughs> the time that we were on the phone. The chair um... that the, the, the rep was sitting on <laughs> to do this. Uh, you know, those keyboards aren't cheap. The air conditioning cost for the um, center that the rep was in. <laughs> you know, the van that the, the employee used to get to work. Um, you know. <laughs> it's like, it's like. It charge you up the ass for everything. The, the third party's like, fuck you, Amazon. You guys are too nice. You're not going to do shit. I'm not paying nothing. Oh, no. We're nice to our customers. We'll break your fucking thumbs. <laughs> exactly. Get your shit together. The, the minute you send, you hit send on that, then all of a sudden there's a knock on the door and there's two <laughs> Italian guys standing right there. Like, no. Even worse. because are Amazon t-shirts. <laughs> Amazon's such a huge company. They're wearing black suits with black fedoras black sunglasses black aviators and they have little just amazon like lapel pins <laughs> like um we're here to solve a few issues yeah. <laughs> we we appear to have a disagreement and we're here to mediate that disagreement <laughs> they got sawed off shotguns in their jackets like what the fuck this is all bad <laughs> oh man uh one thing i did want to touch on was and <laughs> Of course, Adam says now, you know, like, oh, we, we knew this was going to happen, you know, but. No, I knew he was going to do it. And I said that before. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> you were there when I said it. <laughs> and you said the same fucking thing. So suck this dick, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, according to Collider, it appears that Mark Hamill has already recorded his voice work for the upcoming DC animated feature, The Killing Joke. The raw cuts are on torrent sites everywhere. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's like, wow, these torrent sites already have the movie. It's not even out yet. It's already, right. It's already on the torrent site. I mean, they already got the sequel up in this. <laughs> that shit ain't even shot yet. 
<laughs> so yeah, Collider apparently is reporting that uh, <laughs> they didn't name their source. They 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 didn't even use the traditional, you know, a source familiar with the situation would be any of us because technically we are f- all familiar with the situation did they start the article with see what had happened was <laughs> see what had happened was mark ham already got those recordings done though yeah he actually did this on his spare time so he just hand delivered it to dc yeah. and said use it <laughs> it was just him fucking around and they just put it in the movie <laughs> so he was he was he, see what had happened was he was bored in his car he recorded on his iphone that's it. Here's the situation, though. Mike Hamill, Conroy doing Batman. It's basically another episode of the animated series. Yeah. But longer. And it's going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> longer and even more awesome. I, I, I was telling Steve, I wish they'd put these DC animateds in theaters, man. Oh, I'd see them. I, yeah, I'd definitely pay to see those. Some IMAX? <laughs> what the fuck? I just put my hand over. I don't my know heart. if I like, could. Hand- I don't know if I could handle Mark Hamill in IMAX as the. I joke. might be. I might pass the fuck out. Yeah, I might just be like. <laughs> the closest you're gonna see a live action Mark Hamill is the Joker's when he played the trickster. That's the closest you're getting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Huh? A little yeah. too. Old, he a little too old to put on that Joker makeup. <laughs> oh, you know what? I got. I got the solution. Remove Jared Leto's voice, put in Mark Hamill's voice. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. You know, I don't think it would fit. I'm going to be honest with you because I, I can already tell what kind of Joker Leto is playing. And it's not the same kind that Hamill does. Because Hamill does the, like, more, I don't want to say lighthearted the more like the more, more animated it, it, like yeah. version of and and i think leto's going for just straight psychopath yeah so but yeah i, I understand what you're saying i think i'm overthinking your your <laughs> statement as you normally do like yeah well i mean if we if we remember back to issue 56 <laughs> um <laughs> the joker's left toe was seen if, in. if you look at the first panel of the page Right. And then you go to the last panel of that page, and then the splash page on page five and six. If you, you rip out page two and seven, and then <laughs> fold them in on each other, you can clearly see. <laughs> Anytime someone has to say clearly see, it's not clearly seen. No, it's not clear. and you're full of shit. <laughs> oh, yes. So last week, even though Adam doesn't like to admit this, we found Vulcan. Oh. Everybody's calling it Vulcan. So silly. All right. Silly, silly. All right, Risa. <laughs> we found Kepler 186F. <laughs> they do need to come up with cooler names. This is for, I know. for the key planets, you know. <laughs> um, I know. This, this number designation doesn't quite flow off the tongue as well, you know. It's we so fun. found Wolf 369. <laughs> right. It's so funny because I'm. A, this is a great discovery. Let's get that out of the way. By the way, that was 359. I said 369, so it was 359. I was, you know, just let it slide. And you know, because there's people out there going, oh, it was 359. Hey, this ain't the Star Trek podcast. (laughs) Um, By the way, uh, Lazy Geeks Network, Star Trek. uh, The away team. The away team. Cop that shit. Um, (laughs) I just plugged myself (laughs) on my own shit. Thumbs Um, up. Thumbs up. (laughs) So this is a big discovery for a few reasons. One, it proves that the fucking 
Kepler mission is worth its weight in fucking gold. <laughs> gold press platinum, that is. Platinum. 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 Um, Jesus. Fucking Let's up, stop man. with the Star Trek references. We're just fucking it all up. Um, <laughs> it's uh, roughly the same size as Earth. It's about two times larger. Um, Wait, did you know Kepler's designation is Nomad? <laughs> Let's go for a Star Trek reference. Are we, are we done? Are we done now? Um, Can we get serious here? No. Anyway, I can't even. I, I just. I'm out of focus now. I don't even know what's going on. Kepler. No, I know. I'm trying to find my place <laughs> of the favorite. Because now I'm thinking. Now my brain is switched to finding as many Star Trek references that are relevant <laughs> to the situation. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Kepler, it, two times the size of Earth. They still don't know if it's rocky. I mean, it, every, all signs point to that, but they, they need to do more further testing. Um, how far away was it again? It was like... Oh, it was... Uh, like 1,400 light years away or something like that. Yeah, I'm trying it's, to... For the, yeah, in it, a cosmic scale, yeah, it's a four, yeah, four, to the left. 1,400 light years from Earth. Yeah. So... At warp 9, we probably <laughs> get there. <laughs> um... Now, the why it's interesting, it's in its habitable zone. And it's actually more comfortably in its habitable zone than Earth is. Yeah. Because Earth is in, for some reason, I got our sun's habitable zone wrong. I thought Venus, Venus, Earth, and Mars were in the habitable zone, but Venus is just outside of it. And then it's like Mars is actually in the more center of the habitable zone, and then Earth is in, like, the very beginning of it. Um... Roughly the same over the years. I'm forgetting all these fucking numbers, dude. Yeah, according to the Corner Ars Technica, they're saying that the sun of um, that the planet orbits is a G2 star, same type as our sun, but it's 10% more massive and 20% brighter than right. our sun. Roughly and, the same amount of time um, as a normal year, too. I think it was like two, 385 days. For... Yeah, 5% longer than Earth's orbit. Right. So this is great. I mean, it proves it proves that the Kepler mission is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Definitely not the the first Earth-sized, roughly planet that we found, but this one, it's like all things point to it's good. It's in the habitable zone, or the Goldilocks zone, as people like to call it. Right. Um, it's in roughly the same size. The size is very similar to ours. It's just the star and obviously the planet are a little older than ours. So yeah. we're still getting data as it comes in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty cool. Everybody's jumping on this too, man. Like yeah. everyone's talking about it. They were talking about it on Howard Stern for Christ. Everybody is talking about this fucking planet. Well, because you hear all the, all the time about um, the possibilities of finding an Earth-like um, an Earth-like you know planet yeah but now we found one so it's like it arsteca it says it's very likely that kepler 452b i'm sorry it was b not f f f is a real planet but it's the one closest to that same star and not earth-like <laughs> <laughs> um is most likely a rocky world with a thick atmosphere liquid water on its surface and possibly even active volcanoes so it's saying it's very likely However, there's also a chance that that's, it doesn't have liquid water and stuff like that. So we just have to wait and see. Um, 
how they're going to figure. I know they do. Um, they look at the light spectrum to see what the atmosphere is made out of and stuff like that. So, you know what? The cool thing is, though, if, if Kepler keeps finding planets like this, it's going to cause people to focus more on the telescope technology and and finding different ways to get better images of things, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was pretty – when I heard about it, I, I was actually pretty excited about it. You know, in between the news offering about, you know, Trump and Kardashians, you know, it was like going, ooh, something real. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Something that actually means something. <laughs> yeah. You know? but, like Caitlyn Jenner's fucking dick status. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, when I heard that, I was like going, oh, and I started thinking about like – you know, the first thing I've, I was thinking, because, you know, in the Star Trek universe, we've made first contact with Vulcan. So my mind's like, we found Vulcan. Because they they started talking about the Rocky thing. I was like, yes, it's Vulcan. <laughs> well, keep that Romulan away from it. I'm going to tell you like that, because that dude was mad as shit. Oh, yeah. Blew it up. Yeah. You know, this, you know, you got to know your history. That's what it is. <laughs> and your future, in that case. It's an Antarian. <laughs> Antarian. <laughs> they're they're on um they're on Kepler F. Kepler <laughs> right. Um, how many planets is in this system that they found? I know they found two planets. Is there any more? They I don't recall. So so far, this star system has um two planets. It's Kepler one eight six F and Kepler four. I think I don't know. This fucking graph is confusing me. The first Earth like I don't think they're even in the same stats. Whatever. They found a fucking planet. It's awesome. <laughs> read a um, book. <laughs> right. Read a book. I mean, with this and then and fucking NASA was being all rock star about it. We have an announcement to make yeah. in a couple days. I was like, get out of here. Um but I, with this it, it, the guy dropping the mic at the end was a little bit over the top, I thought. But necessary. Yeah. But necessary, you know. yeah. And then I also did an article on the lazygeeks.com about um NASA put together a flyby video of that Pluto. Cool. That yeah, that was cool. real fucking awesome. Yeah. And then Pluto is way more active than people thought. It, it like flowing glaciers and fucking yeah, fucking mountains and shit that It's like an active planet, you yeah. know. So I love the I love the memes though that came out after that. Yeah. Like, you know, oh yeah, you broke up with me. Now you're slowly driving by my place. <laughs> right. I think it's funny that Basically, New Horizons took ten years to get there, roughly. Yeah. In that time, it went from being a planet to not being a planet to being a planet again. Yeah. Like all types of political shit was going on. Oh yeah. You know. But the New Horizons was a big deal too because it was super fast, and it, you know, I I did articles. Look them up. <laughs> I'm gonna get into it too much, but um, it's a good it's a good time to be a space nerd. Yeah, it totally is. Oh, and that fucking um, Rosetta probe started chirping back, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I heard something about that's that. fucking right. Yeah. Started chirping back. I'm telling you, dude. We're all over the fucking solar system it's right now. Skynet, really, that's doing all this. <laughs> Massing all this information before he destroys our planet. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. <laughs> see We're that, all over the fucking solar that or the Matrix. <laughs> we, got, we have... We have the Cassini probe too, so we're we're in the we're like in every distance stage to Pluto. <laughs> we got something going on. Voyager two still chucking itself out of here. Yeah, we're the shit, dude. Humans win. <laughs> All right. On that note, 
on human on human superiority, we move into the news. Yeah. So fuck the dolphins. <laughs> so and uh, and thanks for all the fish. So <laughs> TV news. Long and its dis- long and distinguished character actor George Cole passed away on Monday at the age of 86. If you do not remember his name, I. You sure do remember his voice for Archer fans. Cole played the voice of Woodhouse in the animated series for the last seven seasons. He even provided the voice of Wheeljack in the Transformers' Dark of the Moon. Some of his credits included Star Trek The Next Generation, Max Hedrum, Murder, She Wrote, Columbo, The Golden Girls, and The West Wing, to name a few. It is interesting to see how Archer will deal with it in the upcoming season, uh, if they even do it at all. Too many deaths. I mean, I'm not even. I'm just not with it. Like too many people are dying lately. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, it's 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 sad. And, and I mean, Woodhouse isn't wasn't a main character, but he was a fun character in there. Not even about that. I mean, that that actor, he was. Yeah. I mean, He's done a he, lot of shit. He, he, yeah. In the show notes, you'll get a link to the site, and you can see who he, who he is. And I guarantee you, you'll rec- you'll be like, oh, I recognize that dude. That's one of the cool things about being a character actor in Hollywood is that, you know, you don't have the name, but, dude, everybody will remember you. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. Your work speaks for itself. Yep. Moving right along. Um, so, Black Panther, right, from mm-hmm. Marvel. There's going to be a movie coming out. It's already confirmed. Um, director Ava DuVernay. Uh, she directed Selma, um, which is a completely in the other side of cinema. <laughs> um, recently spoke about, or she, where was she at? She recently spoke at the closing keynote um, for the 2015 Blog Her conference um, about why she decided to pass up the project, and but why she is still looking forward to the film. Very diplomatic. Yeah. So quote. For me, it was a process of trying to figure out and these people I want to go to bed with. Mm. Uh, Hollywood's weird, man. You know, yeah. Everybody's sleeping with each other. Yeah. Because, because it's really a marriage. And for this, it would be three years. It would be three years of not doing other things that are important to me. So it was a question of, is this important enough for me to do? At one point, the answer was yes, because I thought there was value in putting that kind of imagery into the culture in a worldwide huge way, in a certain way. Excitement, action, fun, all those things. This is exactly how it's written, by the way. <laughs> and yet still be focused on a black man as a hero. That would be pretty revolutionary. Um, she decided to pass on the off of due to creative differences with Marvel ultimately. More quotes. This is my art. This is what will live on after I'm gone. So it's important to me that that be true to who I was in this moment. And if there's too much compromise, it really wasn't going to be an Ava DuVernay film. And then she says some bullshit about how she still wants to see the movie. Um... <laughs> So, <laughs> I think, and you could tell right there from the quotes, okay, this was good. She wanted Black Panther to have the same feel Selma had. Yeah. You know, now, I I get it, and I think I think it is important to have movies and, and, and film and all that, 
to have things that that touch on important subjects such as race and stuff like that and and you know i guess selma did that i haven't seen selma you know i'm not going to say if it was good or bad um but just because black panther's black doesn't mean doesn't mean anything you know and that's something i've always said too like isn't it kind of reverse racism where every if just because black panther is black he has to be this pillar of of like so whatever she's trying to prove yeah you know he's just a superhero yeah he's black great he's not the first black superhero you know what <laughs> i mean like and he's not the only one either falcon was getting in some work in the other fucking movies let's get honest yeah but um i don't even and that that even brought up that point too so i was talking to some people at work and i and someone brought up falcon i'm like i don't even I don't even realize Falcon's black or War Machine. Like I don't right until people start fucking talking about it. Yeah, you know I mean, like that's the whole point. Is if everyone's supposed to coexist, why do we always have to point out everything? Like who fucking cares? I think the big problem with this, is, and and we know that you know, Marvel has tried to get some visionary directors into their stable problem is is that marvel likes to keep their overall story in their angle and they have to though because it's all joined together yeah because it you know it's all connected um and the problem that you run when you have somebody like you know uh you have someone like ava Ava duvernay duvernay or edgar wright or anything like that they have their own and to be honest you know Ava DuVernay pretty much did Scandal before she did Selma. So it's not like she's a complete artiste, you know, and like a whole body work. But I think the whole Selma thing kind of added to this like, okay, well, then I need to tell this story the way I think it should be told as opposed to, well, yeah, but at the same time, you Marvel has to keep it within its universe. I mean, I I respect her decision. If she if she didn't feel comfortable doing it the way Marvel wanted to do it, then fine. Yeah. You know, it's obvious that Marvel wasn't going in a direction that would be racist, because then she'd be saying other things. Right. You know, I think I think she just wanted the fact that Black Panther is black to be a focal point of the movie, and Marvel was probably like, no, that's not the focal point of the movie. Yeah. I mean, let's let's be honest. Why is Black Panther black? Because he's from Africa. That's it. That's the only reason he's black. You know, and Black Panther all all through Marvel history showed off, you know, the country that it came from, African culture, and, and it never it never was was disrespectful about it, as far mm-hmm. as I remember. Yeah, no, you know, and, and he's supposed to be as far as intelligence on the same level as like Stark. Oh yeah, he's he's fucking Marvel's Batman. Yeah, like, Batman, Bat, Black Panther's a fucking badass. I don't care what color he is, like he takes care of business. And and it's um I think he had Black Panther has superpowers though, um slight superpowers you know, yeah over the top but, um I just don't I don't know like and it's and it's funny because no one ever will talk about it because everybody's so nervous about talking I saw I saw this uh, video where they were talking to um and it's gonna be this big documentary coming up about how white people feel about race tension in America oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm actually interested in seeing it and I guess the main the thing that most white people are saying is we can't talk about it because everybody just jumps down our throat. It's true. 
And the problem is, is now nothing's getting solved yeah. because you got two sides of the coin, and only one side can speak. Yeah. Because the, and because and you'll see memes, and you'll you'll hear you know people saying, "Oh well, if white people would stand up, it's like what happens when they do? Yeah, they get ignored or they get told to sit the fuck down." And told they're racist if you exactly. if you so, have any other view than theirs. So I mean, and that's you know that's a whole different situation. But I mean, whatever. She didn't want to do the film. Um, honestly, for someone who's doing movies like Selma, maybe doing a comic book movie isn't really for her. I understand making the movie serious, but it doesn't need to be that fucking serious, <laughs> you know. Um, what did you say? You get Spike Lee to direct it. <laughs> what did you say? People people were complaining about Selma too. Oh, some people were claiming um, were complain about Selma saying that it was actually too much of a there was a little too freedom too much freedom as far as like instead of being historically accurate some people said it was a little too um, a little they took a little too many liberties but at the same time you know finding that you know she tried to make Martin Luther King more human and somehow making him more human didn't work out well for her because I guess they, you know, there was just a lot of different things on it. Plus, I, um, the movie got nominated, but she didn't or something like that, too, for like Oscar or something like that. So there was a lot of weird shit going on about that. I don't even I don't even understand make Martin Luther King more human because he's he now his he, now he's like of mythic proportions like there's. Yeah, but let's be honest. I mean. He was a man, <laughs> you know, to hum to to quote unquote humanize Martin Luther King. The whole point is he was a human and he was great. Yeah. I mean, you're you're supposed to aspire to be at that level. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and like you got to humanize. I don't get it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I get it, but it, it's just stupid. <laughs> I get it, but I don't I get it. <laughs> there was that, it was a good movie, too. Um, that one with uh, where they did Hitler. It's in German. They it's dubbed here. It was I I forget what movie it, I forget what the name of the movie is, but he's in a bunker the whole fucking time. Hmm. He's freaking out. They've done the they've done the video overs where it's like Hitler gets mad because of this. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That, I've watched that movie. It was on Netflix for a while. Really good movie, and a lot of people complain the same thing about the humanization. I am not comparing Martin Luther King with Hitler. Please <laughs> calm down. Um, but like he had a dog, you know, he was obviously off his fucking rocker. Like he well, was, he was one of the things that, that always bothers me is like, they say like, Oh, they're trying to humanize this person. It's like, they were a human. Yeah. Part of, part of our condition is to understand why people behave a certain way. And the, you can't play somebody as strictly evil all the time. You, you know, that's why characters in movies, when people complain about the villain being, you know, no redeeming factor, it's the same thing in real life. You can't. You know, nobody is, you know, 100% evil all the time. You know, a lot of times some of the actors go, when they say, well, I don't perceive this character as evil, it's because they're go they're actually doing something to say, like, well, he is misunderstood because what he sees is right, you know? Well, that's, and, that's exactly. And that's the whole point. And we'll take those two figures, Martin Luther King and Hitler, obviously on – the complete opposite opposite side of the spectrum. Well, because some are... the, like because some of the things like people were saying like you know the movie didn't deal with you know um, uh, Martin Luther King was supposed to be kind of a chronic womanizer like JFK and all of them you know but they didn't touch on any of that and you know thing things along that line and it's like going well it depends on the kind of story you're telling 
if you're trying to, you know, perpetuate the myth, then obviously you're going to steer clear of all those movies, you know. And uh, it's like the perfect example is uh, Nixon, the one that uh, uh, Oliver Stone directed. Everybody, you know, and uh, everybody said that, you know, Oliver Stone, you know, they expected him to go completely off on him, you know, make him look as evil. and as. Just, but a lot of people came out were disappointed because they expected him to do that, but he didn't. He actually kind of went into why he was like that, you know, and things like that. And I go, well, that's kind of the idea of humanizing somebody. You can hate person for whatever reason, but in the end, he is a human. Well, that's and that's my main point is they they want to humanize Martin Luther King because they want you. Everyone wants to feel like they have something in common with Martin Luther King because he's right. great. They don't want you to humanize Hitler because no one wants to feel like they have anything in common with Hitler. But unfortunately, right. we all do. <laughs> they're they're two sides of the same coin. Yeah, you have great good and great evil comes from the same species. Yeah, you know? it's just and it just depends on the decisions they make. Depends on the the you know yeah exactly. You know, and it's it's um I like when they do that with a good character or a bad character or whatever, but sometimes they do it too much. You know what I mean? Like and and Martin Luther King, no one is ever gonna make a movie about him being a womanizer. It's not gonna fucking happen. Right. You know, because people will flip the fuck out. And honestly, that isn't really what we what we should be focusing on anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, but Whatever we're gonna do, we're talk about this all fucking day. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and continue on here and get. <sighs> so moving on into game of news, when Square Enix officially announced the sequel to Tomb Raider, they announced that it was an Xbox exclusive. For the last year, they have remained mum on the possibility of it coming to other consoles, but they announced Thursday the game will come to the PlayStation Four in the holiday of 2016, nearly a year after the Xbox version of the game is released. Polygon is reporting that the PC version of the game in Windows 10 and Steam will be released in early 2016, so obviously they're not bonded by the same exclusivity deal, but no official dates were given for either platform. I don't know why they kept it so mum for so long. Like, you know, like most people kind of knew that it would have to be a multi-platform game, because it's not like Titanfall or, you know. Well, Microsoft didn't exactly say, quote unquote, that it was going to only be on the Xbox One. They did but they say, also didn't say anything to the contrary. Well, they, they did say that it was an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's weird. It's weird that Sony didn't say anything like coming soon maybe that was part of the deal well that uh, i mean from what i've been hearing is that microsoft did invest in with did kind of work in with square enix to yeah they i was i was reading that too they they and because basically microsoft's the reason this movie this this movie this <laughs> this sequel even got made isn't isn't it a movie at this point <laughs> right because the game was so expensive to make and the first one was so expensive to make microsoft invested a large chunk of change and the deal was We'll throw some money in, but we want to have exclusive, you know, f- have it come out on our system first, which is completely fair. Yeah. You know, it, I'm not faulting them for that. But it was just weird that nobody was saying, you know, releasing exclusively on the Xbox for a limited time. That's what they usually say. Yeah. You know. They were acting like that game was only coming on the – like it was Halo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Like Halo or Titanfall, like it was only for them. Yeah. But even – but now – Titanfall even, an exclusive? It, it – it, 
it was, but now they're doing. Wouldn't it stop making money? Yeah, because <laughs> I think it's going to start coming out for other platforms now. Oh no, no, no! They're talking about if they do a Titanfall two. If they do a Titanfall two, that will not be it. Uh, Xbox exclusive, or it would be for a limited time, for what I hear. But it it would be coming to other consoles. But that was the thing. It's like because you and I talked about it, and we're like going, oh, only for the Xbox. Because it, it was confusing. Like Steve and I both agreed. We were like, that doesn't – like Square Enix is fucking up. Yeah. And that doesn't make any sense. Like you're not going to make as much money and blah, blah, blah. And it screamed exclusivity deal obviously but not a limited time one. This is not how they were wording it. Yeah, and it's just kind of when I heard that it was coming out a year after, I was like going, oh, so we're going the Nintendo Wii, Wii U route? Yeah, you know, like a, the same game, but a year after everybody. So basically, else. the only people that this helps is the diehards that only have a PS4. Right. So if you only have a PS4, then great. You you'll still get to play it. You just have to wait. Um, is this a big enough title to get some people to buy the Xbox? It might be. It, I know when I know when I was going to get my Xbox One, it, that was one of many games that was in my mind. Yeah, same here. And uh, it was it was one of the games that I thought about, like, oh yeah, I will get that Xbox for that game. And but and even they just gave um, Microsoft just gave away the first one for free as a, a gold exclusive. Yeah, like they were all on board with fucking Tomb Raider. I got that shit on my shit. I need to play that. I haven't even played it yet. <laughs> all right. So tell us about something that makes no sense. Uh, hold on. Perfect time to break, right? Yeah. Pounding on my door. Hold on. Picking up right just yeah. to start talking about Kotor. Yeah. Yeah. That was a perfect time for them to knock on that fucking door, too. <laughs> I think they timed it. Yeah, probably. All right. So we all remember Knights of the Old Republic 2, um, big time game. You know it's a big time game when it gets an acronym? Yeah. <laughs> Kotor 2. Um,. So it's been 10 years since that game's been out. It's been a pretty long time. And just now it's getting an update, which I think is funny. <laughs> um, the PC version of the game, the um, Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords, uh, will be getting an update. Um, not only – it's basically – it's not really a content update. It just now works with modern shit. Right. <laughs> uh, so it, it, it's now playable on the – on Mac and Linux, so the Microsoft's exclusivity <laughs> deal on that's the ended. Um, Ten-year exclusivity deal, right? Um, Thirty-seven achievements to be earned through gameplay because it is coming to Steam. Uh, Steam cloud saves, native widescreen resolutions. Well, I'm excited about that because this is a kind of game I wouldn't mind playing through again because this is a really good fucking game. Yeah, I don't even remember the game. <laughs> Resolution supports up to four and five K. Yeah, motherfucker. Um, supports for controllers, including Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS3, and PS4, along with several other so Logitech ones and shit. And Steam Workshop report, that's a big deal because mods. Yeah. So there's still mods for the game, but it's modded like it was mods 10 years ago. Where yeah. It's kind of haphazard and you have to figure out how to install them <laughs> and shit. Um, so now it's going to be a little easier. Um, one of the game's more popular mods, the Sith Lords restored content mod uh which restores some of kotor's 2's cut cut content and fixes an extensive list of bugs is already available through the game's steam workshop so the the most popular one is already ready to go 
um, for you to download. The game is not expensive. We're talking $7.49 on Steam. <laughs> um, so there's no that, excuse. <laughs> yeah, it's on sale right now. So that's, that's 25% off the normal asking price. So if you want to get it, get it now. But even then, I mean, yeah. what what is 25 cents? Like 15 bucks about? Probably. Yeah, or 12, whatever. I'm not a fucking mathematician. mathematician. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about that. I definitely want to pick this up. This game is a fucking classic, dude. Classic. <laughs> and now I can play it on my 5K screen. <laughs> I know. But I, I saw, don't have. Which I, I remember I saw that. I was like, what, four and five? I'm like, what the fuck? It took 10 years. I like, no, I read it and I was like, we have 5K now? Like, I didn't even realize. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, the coolest thing is the widescreen support. Because yeah. these older games, they look like shit. Oh yeah, the newer little... um, you either have black bars on the side, like you have to play it in window mode, or you or... zoom it out and it looks pixelated as shit. Yeah, it just looks like shit. So, good on you. Yeah. Get it, get it. <laughs> all right, moving into comic book news. So, comicbook.com is reporting a new all ages comic will be coming from Marvel. Spidey is going to be the new ongoing Spider-Man series that specifically be for an all ages story. Now. I don't know. It's like I've been hearing things that are saying that it's in continuity, but not in continuity because it deals with Peter Parker back in high school. Because what's more all ages than having Peter Parker back in high school? Right. So this is the official synopsis. Charting the four colored time machine through the writer Tommy Robbie Thompson, Silk and artist Nick Bradshaw, Wolverine and the X-Men. Together, the creative team will swing headfirst into Stan Lee and Steve Ditko's famed era of Spider-Man stories while honoring other Spider-Man heavyweights like Todd McFarlane, Dan Slott, Jerry Conaway and more. But one constant that readers can count on is this incontinuity series. Okay. Uh, however, um, our iconic villains, the old Parker Luck and brand new legends of its own, and hearken even closer to the Silver Age of Marvel storytelling, each issue of Spidey will carry a one-and-done format giving new lapsed and veteran writers clean and accessible Spider-Man stories unburdened by continuity. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, because you very seldom ever get one and done story arcs, you know. Especially with big characters, too. Yeah. They're always involved in something. Yeah, because I remember for a while, I remember, uh, I think when you were living here, they had all the little all-ages Marvels, Mm -hmm. and then they got rid of all of them, so I guess. They were fucking cool. Yeah. You know, I like one-offs because you, know, you don't have to invest yourself. You know what I mean? You <laughs> can just enjoy a story. And, a- and Adam hates investing himself I, in I anything. Hate, I invest in my money. What I hate. <laughs> um, this next one's fucking cool. Um, so this was kind of like I thought it was clickbait at first. Yeah. It's, I have to admit. It does sound like it isn't. But it isn't. Okay. Okay, Steve. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, Superman appears on the cover of Secret Wars number eight. Um, now it's only his foot, <laughs> but he is there. So if it's only his foot, how the hell do we know it's Superman, right? Um, because the image right. is an homage. I have questions. Oh, and I have answers. Uh, because the image is an homage to the Superman to Superman versus the Amazing Spider-Man Battle of the Century issue from 1976. Uh, if you check out the the cover and match it to the new cover, 
The positioning of Spider-Man is in the exact same spot, as is the placement of Superman's foot. You can, um, of course, check the images out on um, our website, thelazygeeks.com. I think this was really cool, um, and it also what? proves... Go ahead. What? No, sorry. Go ahead. No, it just proves Marvel and DC don't hate each other. Like, everyone always thinks they hate each other. They don't. Yeah. Well, one of the things for me is, like, of all the covers of Spider-Man, why that one? Somebody was having fun. It had to been. Yeah, it had to be like, oh, we should do this, and then just, like, little Easter egg or something like that. Because it's like... Because to me, it's like, of all the of all the iconic covers of Spider-Man, that's the one they go with, the one where Superman's foot barely in it. It's like, that's kind of cool, though. But can you imagine? I wonder how much that copy goes for. I don't know. Because that's not a variant cover. That's a normal no, cover. Oh, that's a normal cover, yeah. And 1976, one of the few times DC and Marvel crossed over. I don't know, man. Those crossover books usually aren't <laughs> actually aren't worth that much. To be honest, the '70s one maybe, yeah. but they did it a lot in the '80s. Yeah, and but a lot of those are kind of whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but they I, don't do it a lot now, and they're no, they and don't. unlike the all unlike the ones that we get now, you know, variant covers and republishes and stuff like that. That's got to be worth some cash, especially Spider-Man and Superman. That's after all these DC movies come out i'm waiting for the crossover movie though <laughs> remember that trailer that i said to you that that uh that fan vid of yeah dc versus marvel everybody was in it i was like <laughs> jesus uh if you haven't seen it just type in that and put fan vid but um it was a trailer that featured every marvel and every dc character going off in each other from the actual movies and edit them together really well and I remember the first comment I read was great. Now I'm excited for a movie that I'm never going to see. <laughs> see, the the movie world and the comic world are different. Like they'll do shit like that in comic books. Oh yeah. But they'll never do that in a movie. Oh not at all. There would never be a crossover. It, the 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 legality of it is is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the legality of it alone would be There would be three documentaries made just for getting that movie made. <laughs> and the documentaries would make more money than that movie. Yeah, and then the doc. Ridiculous. There would be documentaries on the documentaries. Yep. Yeah. It, and then the then the Blu-ray special edition that had behind-the-scene documentaries of the documentaries of the documentaries. Yeah. It'd be it's like Inception of documentaries. And yeah, then you'd ridiculous. have 5K restoration, even though you didn't need it. You'd have exactly. 5K restoration version. And that would come out two months after the 4K version. It wouldn't make any fucking sense. Exactly. Doesn't make any sense now, and it wouldn't in the future either. I don't know who owns a 5K tv like i think only the biggest of douchebags <laughs> like you have to just not you have to make so much money you just don't give a fuck no i'm not saying you that you don't people... make that much money you just eat top ramen and uh you know so <laughs> a cup of noodles all day long i have now i have a 55 inch hd tv okay it's not 4k because i don't give a fuck even then I was waiting for them deals. Got that yeah. shit for five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, great TV. My wife asked me once. I was like, "Do we need 4K?" No. It's like, why? I'm like, because I don't want to watch the Nature Channel. <laughs> it's really all that's in 4K. Yeah. Even even though Netflix touts it, you can you you couldn't get 4K. My internet is not streaming 4K. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, most people's internet isn't streaming 4K. More most more importantly, your wireless routers will not be streaming 4K. Nope. You, you minimum you'd have to have it. Yeah, sure. The cap would be set to 4K, but it would never get there. Yeah. 
Absolutely. would constantly be scaling the Netflix movie back. The most you would get is fucking 1080. Even then, with Netflix, getting a full 1080 is a challenge. <laughs> exactly. So I had somebody at work ask me, they go, what do you think about 4K TVs? I go, I don't. <laughs> I don't. And she's like, well, that's a little harsh. And I'm like, no, because you can't get any content. Someone asked me the same question. I said, I think it will be great in 10 years. Yeah. It's, it's useless right now. I don't need to be – right now it's in the early adopter stage and it's a waste of time. Oh, yeah. Let people who like to burn their money exactly. get a 4K TV because by the, the time – the jokers TV, of the Dark Knight. Exactly. <laughs> it's, you know. Set the stack of money on fire while you get a 4K TV. <laughs> it's about sending a message. Exactly. But it's – um by you buy a 4K TV now. By the time there's enough 4K content to watch, like it's regularly being pressed and put into the stores – uh, your TV will be broken, yeah, because you would have had it so long. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the plasma of your <laughs> yeah. of your living room. All right, <sighs> moving on into technology news. So the that AT and T and Directv merger is a done deal. As of now, AT and T has become the largest pay TV company in the nation with 26 million subscribers, pulling out ahead of Comcast. Now, this is not a free and clear merger. The FCC implemented some rules that AT&T will have to follow as conditions. So, quote, part of the merger, AT&T DirecTV will be required to expand its deployment of high-speed fiber optic broadband internet access service to 12.5 million customers locations as well as e-rate eligibility for schools and libraries the fcc announcement said the federal e-rate program provides discounts on internet service at&t will also have to provide discounted broadband for low-income customers at&t will have to follow the conditions for four years after the merger closes to ensure compliance at&t must quote retain both an internal company compliance officer and an independent external compliant officer that will report and monitor respectively the combined entity's compliance with all the conditions of the merger the fcc said i used to think because i i've always been a big howard stern fan so i used to think the fcc was a fucking enemy Right. Like I hated the FCC. Well, some of, some it could. This this one's being a little more proactive. Like lately, though. Yeah. Like they've been like, no, no, no. You're screwing over people. You need to fucking stop. And especially ATT. If you let ATT run wild, we'll all be in slave camps, <laughs> building fucking cable boxes if, and if shit. You, if you saw the the beginning of uh, X Men: Days of Future Past, yeah, that's just a. Add a glimpse. few AT&T symbols, and that's, yeah. that's what it That's just a like. glimpse of what life would be like under AT&T Run Wild. The heads, the heads of the um, Sentinels would be fucking AT&T modems and shit. <laughs> you know, right? But, uh, I mean, it's... And, you know, some people are like, well, why do they allow this as opposed to, like, Time Warner and Comcast? I, and my thing is because they're two different companies. You have AT&T who runs broadband internet, yeah, it does supply some television service, but through its fiber optics. So it's not really a content provider. Yeah, but it also provides it in only a few states. Like it was right. something that never fully got off the ground. Yeah. Now with DirecTV, they don't have to do that anymore. So they can just kind of get rid of that and say like, oh, well, you can get DirecTV and then partner up internet with AT&T. So – you know uh, how they handle Directv will be a different story. I'm I'm a Directv customer myself, but I'm currently out of contract. 
So if shit starts getting really weird, you can just dip. You can dip out. Watch me dip. Yeah. I'm Dosing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But um, yeah, I don't care. AT and T doesn't service where I am. So. And if they did, whatever. You you, you probably wouldn't want them anyway. Yeah. So fuck them. Right. Fuck them. Don't care. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, Time Warner and, and Comcast, I kind of get, but like even then, they can't exist in the same area as separate companies anyway. So what the fuck's the difference? Right. The only difference is, is that Time Warner customers didn't want to be Comcast customers. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, exactly. That was the, that was the biggest thing. But it, it, to be honest, who fucking cares? They're all going to screw you. Yeah. Every company. It's, there's no company that has per- perfectly white gloves on people. Yeah. You know, so it's but AT&T is a fucking screwball company, especially with their they get in trouble all the time for their cell phones. Oh yeah. Fucking around with little fees and shit and Yeah. If you want to and if you want to know a company that hates its customer base, just look to AT&T. Yeah. Especially their mobile division. Holy shit. Yup. They don't have the fastest network, but they do have the largest one. Yeah. For cell phones, but who cares? Yeah, it's like having the biggest dick, but you know, only lasting 30 seconds. Right. So, you know, <laughs> what's the point of having all that when you can't do much with it? You exactly. Know? Anyways. 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 Ars Tecca um, reported last week that Microsoft released an emergency patch to cover a security bug that could allow attackers to remotely execute malicious code in every supported version of Windows, including the upcoming Windows 10. Everybody calm down. <laughs> The vulnerability involves – this is so funny how, how this vulnerability works. I know, right? The vulnerability involves the way Windows Adobe Type Manager library handles fonts that are used in Microsoft's open type format. The bug would allow an intruder to gain remote access to the computer. Attackers would be able to lure targets to malicious websites or by tricking a computer into opening a malicious um, malicious site or whatever. The funny thing is, a font, essentially. Yeah. It's more complicated than that. But essentially, your fonts are trying to, att- are trying to fuck you over now. <laughs> um, quote, quote, quote. When this security bulletin was issued, Microsoft had information to indicate that the vulnerability was public, um, but did not have any information to indicate that this vulnerability had been used to attack customers. Uh, Microsoft officials wrote in an advisory published Monday. To continue, our analysis has shown that exploit code could be created in such a way that an attacker could consistently exploit this vulnerability. So, let's put it in perspective here. It wasn't like half the country was suddenly being attacked by their fonts. <laughs> it, they just they noticed that it could happen. Right. So it, it it's not like it's not like yet. the fonts became self-aware. Right. And started kind of, and started skydiving. Kind of like how my computer just became self-aware. Cortana thought I was talking to her. Um, <laughs> Windows 10. You talk so, content? I mean, <laughs> she's like, you talking about me, bitch? I know. Yeah. I thought we were tight. <laughs> you need to settle down. <laughs> um, it actually said, uh, Adam, your, your tone's all wrong. <laughs> right. So, I mean, if you don't know if you have the patch, if you have automatic updates on, you'll get the patch. Don't worry about it. You know, but it's um. If you don't have automatic updates on, then you should. There's a there's a theory that you already know what you're doing. <laughs> now, if you don't have automatic, that's the thing that people don't understand. I used to tell people when I worked at Best Buy, when I worked at Geek Squad, like, well, I turn my automatic updates off. I'm like, that's all well and good. 
if you know what you're doing. Yeah. If you're the typical fucking moron that barely knows how to turn their computer on, you should have automatic updates on. Unless it's causing a fatal error. Yeah. You know, like your keyboard doesn't work or your trackpad doesn't work anymore. And I don't mean, I don't, I shouldn't have said more. I just, people who don't know about computers, but like Steve knows about computers pretty well. Knows how, he knows his way around computers. And he still was giving me a call. Like, what the fuck? You know, when, when, when it starts getting update. out of my pay rate, then I go to, I go, <laughs> right. I go to Adam. <laughs> but, um, it's, I, I, turning automatic updates. Put, if you really, if you really don't like automatic updates, then put it in the middle one. Yeah. The one that says it will it will tell you they're there. Like, it will download them, and then it will ask you if it's okay to install them. And then, you know, okay, then you can do some research and see what's up. You know, but you pretty much need most of them. It's actually pretty rare that an update is destroying your computer. Yeah. You know, so... And then if it does, you just roll it back, so... Yeah. It's oh. not Mac. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. Well, yeah, but now, you know, now you got people that are irritating uh, irritated that you know windows 10 is going to have automatic updates and you know but and it's cool because of the fact that some of the people i've been listening to like a podcast and stuff have been like yeah but the problem with the 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 issue that people are really having is the fact that people have become custom to a certain way of receiving information and data yeah. once you alter that information people bitch about it even if they don't fully understand what's going exactly. on exactly he goes and you know he goes and to be honest Mike, what microsoft is doing and i agreed with this statement was look at um look at mac they don't give you an option they never have yeah um perfect example was also uh mobile devices mm-hmm. you don't you don't get it you, you you get like hey it's downloaded it's upgrading and it's the same thing with your computer so it, it's it's just it it's windows is the last bastion of having control and i think just some people got used to it because i guarantee you the people that you know are bitching about that let their you know their uh, cell phones uh, you know mobile devices update without a problem they get oh new android up you know update immediately. Yeah. oh new ios let's update that immediately i want to see what's in it and with microsoft it's like um you know and it was funny too because uh the podcast i was listening to mentioned uh, this uh security patch and he goes yeah there's a glitch in microsoft yeah what a shocker it's like oh man it's like a day that ends in y <laughs> You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the the funny thing with the automatic updates thing, so like you can't turn off automatic updates when you have the basic, like the home edition, but you can when you have the pro edition. Well, you can and, just push them off. Yeah, you you will eventually have to download them. But that that extra functionality in pro kind of goes along with if you know what you're doing. Yeah, you know because people who have pro probably know what they're doing, or they don't, and they bought the wrong one. Um. <laughs> So it, it just – who cares? Just keep on – what do you think Microsoft's going to do? And the thing is, is if you have automatic updates and, – and this was something that I thought was, was quite smart to say was the fact that then everybody's on the, the level playing field. You don't have to attack each one individually. Because and that's the problem Microsoft was having yeah. is you'd have all these people calling you know, Windows, oh, my shit's fucked up. And everyone's at different levels of, of the operating system because right. you have people that aren't updating. And, and I, I will tell you right now, there were so many people, again, with Geek Squad, they come in and go, oh, I have viruses. Well, have you, when was the last time you updated your computer? They've never done it. Yeah. They just keep canceling it when it comes up. And it's like, well, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. 
You know, I think antivirus, they shouldn't have a choice either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, know, you have to protect the people from themselves. So. Oh, you do. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So many times people, companies, or someone does something that's straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called This Week's This Bitch. So this week's This Bitch, <laughs> Adam was like, wow, the whole United Kingdom? Right. Um, <laughs> now, it's a particular – It's a a particular judge in the UK. This comes from Ars Technica. I'm just going to kind of run through the, the article real quick. Uh, making copies of copyrighted music and video for personal use is again illegal in the UK because of a ruling by the high court issued today. And this was bad. This was uh, early last week. Today's ruling squashes the 2014 regulation that made it legal to make personal copies of performance for private use as long as the person doing so lawfully acquired the content and doesn't distribute it to anyone else this regulation allowed people to make backups and play songs or movies on different uh, in different formats but didn't allow selling their copies and sharing them to family and friends but the high court ruled last month that the regulation had been enacted hadn't been enacted properly the personal use exemption wasn't immediately thrown out because other remedies could have been considered, but today's ruling makes take, takes it off the books. Quote, a judge ruled that the, gover the government was wrong legally when it decided to not to introduce a compensation scheme for songwriters, musicians, and other right holders who face losses as a result of their copyright being infringed. The BBC reported that the decision came, quote, after a legally challenge from BASCA, the Musicians Union and Industry Representatives, UK Music, end quote. It seems unlikely that anyone would be punished for making copies if they did not distribute them. Quote, it's unclear how the change will be enforced, the BBC noted. Court actions are rare under the previous law, and the industry often turns a blind eye to making copying data for personal use. The, the decision to quash the law occurred quickly after last month's ruling became government officials decided not to object. They still could impose new exemptions for personal use, but they would have to implement it differently to survive any court challenge. Quote, insofar as the Secretary of State has not articulated a present intent to reintroduce an exemption and seek time to think matters over, it would be neither right nor fair to right holders to deprive them of the fruits of victory in this litigation the high court said <clears throat> uk music which represents record labels songwriters musicians and others hailed the high court for agreeing with us that government acted unlawfully when it in introduced an exemption to copyright for private copying without fair compensation before losing its case, the, gov um, the UK government argued that by limiting the new exemption to private copies, any harm caused by copyright holders was indeed negligible and therefore did not need to be funded, for example, through a levy charge for on consumers on blank media, CDs, DVDs, Blu-rays, discs, and equipment, MP3 players, printers, PCs, etc., of the kind found in other EU companies with copyright exemptions, ours UK wrote last month. U.S. copyright doesn't have a specific exemption for backups and format shifting, but the record, the Recording Industry Association of America says that the practice, quote, will usually not raise concerns, end quote, as long as the user legitimately owns the music and makes copies for personal use. So. Whatever. Yeah. It's so stupid. 
It's like I, when Steve first told me, I said, for once, American copyright laws are winning. <laughs> I know. And that's a sad day. Yeah. <laughs> sad, sad day. What strikes me is like, I like the, the, they're the unions are complaining that they're not being rightly compensated for somebody that quote unquote rips music from and puts it on whatever kind of format whether it be their pc mp3 player what have you but they did they bought the cd that's what i don't get like if they're not selling the copy all they're essentially doing is moving it yeah that's like saying i buy a chair but i can only put it in one place in my house and i can't move it right exactly it's like, yeah, or, or simply it's buy a car and you use it to go to work, but you have to have another car to go to the store. Yeah. And another car to go to go out, you know, or another car to pick up your bitches. You know, it, it's to be- <laughs> pick up your bitches. <laughs> this is my pick up my bitches <laughs> whip. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an old busted up Chrysler shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> With primer marks all over. But th- that's the thing is, is that what they – are they seriously expecting people to go ahead and purchase music, movies, or content on each individual piece of tech that they have? Okay, so it's like, you know, it's basically like, uh, you know, buying some. What's the cloud then? Isn't wouldn't the cloud be illegal if you backed up your music to the cloud and could be accessed on any device that can access the cloud, like, you know, OneDrive or what have you? It sounds like people are make the people making the law don't understand what's happening. Yeah, it's, it's like the record companies in the UK have basically pulled a fast one on everybody. Yeah, and saying that the other the other you know the other court acted um, illegally and saying that oh no you can you can use this on other things that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's it's just dumb. It, I mean. Like American, the American copyright law for the for the same thing, sim is works like this. You can you can buy a CD, you can copy it as many fucking times as you want. You can put it on your computer. You can put it on your shit. You just can't sell it. Yeah, I don't even think the law the law. If you make a copy and give it to somebody, you won't get in trouble. They frown on it. Yeah, but you won't get in trouble. Well, I mean, even uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Apple stopped doing the whole you know, sharing of your iTunes account, you know, loading your content onto somebody else's iPod. Yeah. Because everybody was just doing that. Yeah. You know, I bought like a thousand songs here. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you want, I want you, you, you know, listen to these songs and like Shatner even admitted, William Shatner even admitted to doing that too. <laughs> everybody, did. everybody did. It's just, that is so dumb. Like if I buy, first of all, why is the UK still buying CDs? Who the <laughs> fuck buys CDs? Yeah. Because that's, that's the weird thing, right? If I buy a CD, let's say for some fucking weird reason I was feeling nostalgic and I went and bought a CD, okay? Mm-hmm. When I come home, I'm, I'm almost going to have to burn it to my computer so I can put it on my phone right, or, or whatever because I don't have a CD player. Yeah. You're going to have to bust out the disc, man, is basically what it comes down to. <laughs> the Emerson <laughs> CD player. You know, it, it and just, you're gonna have to do the locks so it doesn't, you know, so it doesn't skip the CDs, you right. know. It it just doesn't make any sense to me. And 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 it's like I told Steve, I'm like, if I buy something, but I can't put it on my computer, I I don't own it then. Yeah. I I don't 100 percent own it. So why why even bother buying it? Yeah, totally. The stuff like this just makes people bootleg. 
Spot does. <laughs> I know. Go fuck it, and they just go steal it. You're forcing me to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're putting a gun to my head, man. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, if you like to recommend a this bitch for the podcast, please recommend it to us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks one word using hashtag this bitch. All right. So if you like what you heard, then go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And once you subscribe, you will receive all of our podcast content two shows twice a week we make it extremely easy for you there's no reason for you not to and also spread the word man let people know about this amazing two hours of our hour and a half of heaven that you receive once a week spread it like the plague yeah spread it like a venereal disease go <laughs> maybe not um i don't want our podcast to make people itch um <laughs> no spread it like an adobe uh, adobe vulnerability come on right <laughs> and after after you're done doing all that gross shit um head over to itunes stitcher wherever you got the podcast from leave us some comments let us know what's going on uh and if you pull directly from the the website's pretty self-explanatory. Just leave us a comment on the website um, so we can read them and enjoy them. Laugh, cry, you know, all that stuff. Have a great time. Right. Yeah. And if you have some ideas or topics for the show, don't be afraid to share them. Remember, they're no stupid ideas, just stupid people. So you can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Snapchat, all by finding the Lazy Geeks one word uh, on all those social media uh enclaves right and if you're off the grid and recently backpacked to a library um <laughs> using can, that old compuserve.net right. <laughs> email you can you can email us at the geeks at the lazy geeks <laughs> yes yeah. i'm stretching i'm sorry oh my god oh <laughs> uh, and just a reminder for you guys this is episode 199 which means next week will be infamous milestone episode 200 i'm not gonna say i'll be drunk but i'm also not gonna promise i won't <laughs> uh i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna have a hooker here but i'm not gonna say i will have a hooker here so wait know. what <laughs> are uh, we in hookers or not what the fuck is that? <laughs> um so we'll be doing something a little different for that episode we've already have it uh already good planned in it i think it's just gonna be a lot of fun so definitely tune in next week for episode 200 of the Lazy Geeks podcast. So uh, that's it for episode 199. It's hard to believe we've been doing this for like over almost five years. It is hard to believe. <laughs> and as we go cruise into the next five years, it'll be like, fuck, we're... Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. <laughs> Hold on, I have to get my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just gumming a dick? Because that's what it sounded like. <laughs> that that's gonna be the jokes in the, you know like oh, oh you know I like doing a <laughs> that reminds me um, real quick you'll see vines where it says um, when our generation is old and it was like oh remember that and it's like two like people dressed up like old oh remember this song and then it's like fucking like a, like. Uh, Nicki Minaj's Anaconda song or something <laughs> like that. And they're like, oh, I used to love this song. <laughs> Suddenly everybody's speaking proper English. Yeah. You're old. Do you like a spot of tea before you twerk it? <laughs> oh, God. I used to get my shit going with this song. <laughs> <laughs> I made all the boys come to the yard. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> then some old men come in and be like, Bitch, bounce that ass! <laughs> oh, that's just weird. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite song. <laughs> I want to see, because I see today's generation, the major- not the, actually not even the majority of it, just pop culture. And I'm wondering, when my kids have kids, <laughs> are they just going to walk around naked all day? Like, yeah, I know. And, right? and just spit on each other and <laughs> bang on their chest like monkeys. <laughs> as as we're seeing it, we're de evolving as we as we move into more of a technologically advanced age. <laughs> de evolve. <laughs> <laughs> Twerk. It'll be Jurassic World. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, that is it for this week's edition of the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.